0: The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. I'm so glad you've joined us. This is Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd. I'm here with, well, he's known as Pastor P here today in the studio, the voice of inspiration. Percy, great to be with you.
1: It is exciting to be here and alive and well on planet Earth, my friend.
0: Last time we started talking about being empowered to serve. Let's pick up that topic today.
1: And we're going to continue with that conversation as we move into some actual fundamental executions of specific service, specifically to the cancer care community, in ways that local churches can get involved today.
0: We have a program called Our Journey of Hope, and you'll hear a lot about that with our guest here today. But just succinctly, what is Our Journey of Hope? Very quickly, Our Journey of Hope is a free cancer
1: care leadership training program that's been made available to churches, faith-based leaders, uh, laity, to come and be immersed in a curriculum that will empower and equip one to go back to practically start a cancer care ministry, equip individuals inside of their local churches to do so, and begin to engage in the actual work of support to that community and immediately.
0: the exciting thing is it's developed into a network as well.
1: It has. Well, because of the demand and specifically because now we are starting to really get uh, international interest of individuals who cannot or will not travel to the United States for our training, we wanted to also support that community and extend the ability to really nurture them. So the Our Journey of Hope Leaders Network, which can be found uh, on the ourjourneyofhope.com website under Leaders Network Anyone and everyone can join free of charge to become part of a network where you will receive a monthly e-newsletter of relevant subject matter and topics about cancer and cancer care that will come directly
0: to your email. One of the key people involved in this is Connie Singleton. We met Connie last week on the program, and she's going to rejoin you here in conversation today.
1: We're going to continue our conversation around cancer care ministry and training, and specific from the Our Journey of Hope curriculum and mindset and strategy.
0: All right. This week's resource, The Road to Good Nutrition. Why are we making this available?
1: Well, what we do understand and what we know, number one, this audience is very interested in nutrition and eating. Sure. According to the American Cancer Institute for Research, no single food or food component can protect you against cancer by itself. But strong evidence does show that a diet filled with a variety of plant foods, you know, such as vegetables, fruits, uh, whole grains mm-hmm. and beans helps lower risk of many cancers. Putting these two schools of thought together suggests there is a real need to educate and encourage the faith community about food because we do a lot of meaningful gathering around it, Wayne. Right, yeah. So we, we have provided a document that basically gives people some working information around the road to good nutrition. It's not extensive, it's not exhaustive, but I do believe it will be helpful. Mm. And we've we've interviewed Carolyn probably three or four times on the Health, Hope & Inspiration show. Please, if you have not heard any of those interviews, go back and archive them yeah. uh, on healthhopeandinspiration.com and you can find any of those interviews talking specifically around the role of nutrition, good nutrition, and how it potentially impacts one's overall health and cancer.
0: But don't neglect to download the Road to Good Nutrition You can do it right now at healthhopeandinspiration.com. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. You can simply call our phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at Inspiration.com. Well, without delay, let's uh, get into the Word here today. You've got your handy-dandy Bible on, on your iPhone available right there to you, Percy.
1: Our spiritual nugget for today is found in Hebrews, the sixth chapter, verse 10, and this is a good reminder for those who are in the ministry serving diligently. Verse 10 tells us, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We want to encourage individuals not to be
0: weary in well-doing. Empowered to serve is our theme today, and let's go to a conversation Percy had recently with Connie.
1: Well, I am back again with my special guest, Connie Singleton, who is the Spiritual Outreach Coordinator at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Noonan, Georgia. And of course, we've had Connie on the show before uh, talking about her work, uh, talking about what has motivated her to do the things that she does and working with the cancer community and the faith community with regard to being trained to really serve and supporting cancer patients in a way that's making a difference, making an impact and giving back. So Connie, it's good to have you back to the show today. I'm so excited.
2: Thank you, it's a privilege to be here.
1: Some of the things that I know because of how close we have worked and we continue to work together over the years is the fact that you talk to a lot of churches and ministries and lay leaders who have come through your regional Uh, training in uh, Noonan, Georgia. And over the last four years, you've had a lot of stories. You've had a lot of insights with regard to people starting Cancer Care Ministries, some people uh, struggling to start Cancer Care Ministries, starting and stopping and getting rebooted. So I would imagine that you have lots of different references with regard to things that you've seen and heard, I want to talk a little bit about some of the success stories and some things that have gone on with the churches that you have personally been involved with in their training as they've gone back to their local churches to start their cancer care ministry. Let's talk about some of those experiences and stories that you can share.
2: Probably one of the churches that really stands out in my mind is a church in Montgomery, Alabama, very, Mm -hmm. very large church. And I expected them to come and and get the training and go back and maybe train 15 or 20 people. But um, they continued to ask for materials to support them as they trained one group and launched them to do ministry in the church and Mm -hmm. community, and then another group and launched them, until they had trained, I believe, around 85 lay ministers in a church of about 3,000. Wow. And um, very active. That particular church has seen... A large number of people with with cancer. Yeah. This church has chosen to equip itself to prepare itself for caring for those who are really sick, and,
1: and for the numbers of people that statistically uh, may be coming through any particular local church on any particular given time. Uh, they've they've taken the challenge of of being trained. If you will, help the audience to understand the process of, uh, you use the term, they launched a group and then they went back and launched another group. Let's talk a little bit about the process of the Our Journey of Hope strategy curriculum of going back to your local church and launching a group. What does that mean and what does that look like?
2: It's exciting to unpack that. So a church would decide to send two people for a training at one of our locations Free of charge, open. free training. Free training, free curriculum materials. We even feed the folks mm. when they come for the training. Just like Jesus. Just like Jesus. Um, and so they come for two days, and it's a jam-packed two days. It's usually on a Thursday and Friday, once a quarter. And they come for that training, and they hear from clinicians. They hear from caregivers. They hear from our lead pastor, Who has many years of experience in cancer care ministry?
1: That would be Reverend Chip Gordon. Exactly. Okay, my buddy.
2: Exactly. And on the second day of the training, we actually take people through the curriculum, through um, all eight lessons. So, what happens is the two folks from the church who are trained will be the trainers for their church. And we give them the curriculum materials that they will need for an eight-week training back at their home church. Okay. And so during the, the training for the, for the leaders, we take them through that curriculum so they're not walking into it blind. Mm-hmm. But then when they get back home, they will announce this ministry opportunity to their church, and we give them all of the promotional materials that they need so that when they get back home, they can announce it to their congregation. The people who are interested can come forward for eight weeks of training, then they're commissioned and matched with people in the congregation who have cancer, um, who self identify that they would like. Ministry. Mm-hmm. And so that is the essence of what the ministry, how we prepare people to do this ministry. once the training has has happened and and people are engaged with people in their community in their church and community who have cancer, um, that is your lay ministry group and we recommend that people meet once a month after they've been trained mm-hmm. um, to talk through the successes and the challenges of their ministry that's how it works where people are launched into the into the church and so if there seems to be more need for more lay ministers or more interest in people wanting to become a lay minister another group can go through an 8 week training and then be matched up with more people in the church
1: okay and this is different than a cancer support group how so and why the distinction
2: Okay, that's a good question. We get that a lot. Um, A cancer support group may come under the umbrella of a lay ministry program, a cancer care ministry program, but a support group would be where people who are either – Cancer patients or their caregivers would come together Mm -hmm. for some sort of support. And we find that many cancer patients are too sick, too immunocompromised to to come together like that. Okay. Not all, but, but some. And so that would only be a partial way of supporting families. Gotcha. We really feel like the personal touch of having a lay minister assigned to you to help meet the needs of that family. So
1: more individual one-on-one as opposed to a group scenario.
2: Exactly. And so the support group may come under the umbrella of that. Okay. And many churches have a cancer care ministry with a support group underneath that. But this is really meant to be implemented in a church because the church already has resources in place to meet the needs. They, they may have a men's ministry and a women's ministry right. that are um, – and those people may not ever have interest in doing cancer care ministry, mm-hmm. but they can make meals. They can cut grass. Mm-hmm. And what I say to people who are interested in going through this training is that this program is perhaps the bridge between the family that is going through cancer and the resources available in the church, mm-hmm. so the lay ministers who are trained don't necessarily do all of the work that is needed gotcha. if if needed.
1: So they're basically then they're 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 utilizing. They can become a conduit of all of the other supportive type of ministries inside of a local church to tie them together with cancer care support of a specific family.
2: Exactly, exactly. And God equips all of us in different ways, mm-hmm. um, and so those who may have a heart for helping people in some way, right? maybe that's cutting grass. Right,
1: right, right. You're right. I, I can recall very vividly, again, many years ago, uh, a cancer patient, a lady, single, uh, away from home, and her stay was extended beyond what she had anticipated and planned for, and she literally had a meltdown, if you will, because mm. there was no one home to cut her grass for her, because she cut her own grass. Mm. And uh, I remember uh, saying to her, let's call somebody at your local church, a group of men to see if they would go by and cut your grass for you. So to your point, you're exactly right. Uh, There there were well-able men who would, would be more than willing to do something like that, but not necessarily per se doing cancer care ministry, but just being rallied toward a cancer patient on their behalf by someone who was working with that patient in that regard. Correct. It makes sense because, again, it can become a conduit of, of of tying together many different ancillary type of supports inside of a local church. But with someone who is engaged, understand and know the needs of a member of their church who is going through a battle of cancer.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: It's it's a powerful school of thought, and and still, I believe, uh, very unique in in terms of of what our journey of hope is designed to do. And so. You see and hear these types of situations and scenarios that come together, and I know that that warms your heart. I know it, it drives you and it inspires you. I believe that there is a particular scenario that's a little bit unique and different than what you've experienced over the years, uh, with regard to a young teenage young lady who was became part of their cancer care leadership ministry training tell the audience a little bit about this 13-year-old young lady that that got involved with cancer care I ministry. sure
2: will. So we had a church, a local church, go through the cancer care ministry training recently, and when the leader got back to her church and announced the program, um, several people came forward, and to her great surprise and joy, a mother-daughter team came, yeah. and the daughter was actually only 13 years old. Amazing. I guess her motivation is she has seen people in her schools, children in her schools who who have cancer, and so she wants to be able to know how to minister to people her own age or younger.
1: So we've got a 13-year-old, you know, preteen who who feels compelled because she's seen uh children and young people battling and dealing with cancer and she felt like she wanted to get involved in cancer care ministry and and be a part of that with with her constituents and her community.
2: Exactly.
1: Because I guess what we Typically, don't think about, and we certainly have not discussed on this show specifically, are young people with cancer, teenagers, children. Adults aren't the only ones who have a diagnosis of cancer. There are many, many, many children who have cancer. You know, to see and hear this young lady being impacted by the Our Journey of Hope training that you guys are facilitating and others feel compelled and inspired to say, listen, I'm going to put my name in the hat and I want to become part of this community is an amazing thing as we continue to see what God is doing with this ministry.
2: That's right. How did that make you feel when you heard that? I was blown away. And obviously I had to reach out to you fairly quickly to let you know about it because it is an anomaly in the training that we've offered to date. We do hear of churches that minister to families who have children who are sick right. but to hear of one child having the compassion in the heart at such a young age to want to learn how to do ministry that was very encouraging to me
1: well I, and i would imagine as well to to her community and her local church and i certainly feel blessed as well to hear what god is really doing and and how he's expanding the scope of our journey of hope in Mm. neighborhoods communities across the country i mean we have uh knowledge of churches outside of the united states now that's actually being trained with our journey of hope prague and the caribbean uh, canada south america so god is doing a a tremendous work and and you're part of that movement and and i just want to tell you that again i am grateful for your compassion and your commitment and I thank God every day for what you're doing and who you are. Do you have any parting last words before we sign off with, say, the 60 seconds that we have left?
2: Cancer care ministry is extremely unique. It is often a long journey um, yeah. for the the patients and the families. Mm-hmm. This is one way that churches can find the uh, resources that they need to help meet the needs of those families in their in their communities that are hurting and sometimes very quietly. In yeah. their in their community.
1: This is Connie Singleton, uh Spiritual Outreach Extraordinaire at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Noonan, Georgia. I love you. Thank you for being my friend and my colleague and continue good work that you do,
0: darling. Thank God you. God
2: bless you and thank you, Reverend McCrae.
0: We always learn so much from these conversations with our own Pastor P and the guests who joins us each week, our thanks to Connie. We'll talk more about what they had to say in just a moment, but let me remind you that as you listen to this podcast, make sure that you are subscribing to this podcast on iTunes so that you never miss an episode of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And then leave a review of what you uh, like about this program there at the iTunes site. Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And that's our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, Hope and where we have resources, including this week's featured resource, The Road to Good Nutrition.
1: And we continue to emphasize the fact that there are potentially things that one can do Uh, with regard to their overall health, and certainly with regard to the conversation of cancer. And nutrition is one of those avenues that we want to encourage people to take ownership of and begin to engage with. So download this uh, document, gives you great practical information around protein and vitamins and et cetera, uh, that we can fundamentally find in our food and in our dietary practices, the road
0: to good nutrition. With hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America, or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, last time and this time, we got to hear from Connie here on the program today, one of our great staff people working with Our Journey of Hope. She's been with the
1: organization now for about four or five years working as an outreach coordinator. And that person does a lot of behind-the-scenes working with uh, setting up and coordinating uh, registration and assisting individuals who register for our Journey of Hope's Cancer Care Leadership Training free program that is offered to local churches. And part of her role is really to to get to understand what are some of the needs of the local community from a faith-based perspective in order to effectively assist them in starting their cancer care ministry.
0: This is such a unique cancer care ministry, our journey of hope. Can we talk a bit more about it? What we you talked with her a bit about the launch, launching such a such a ministry program?
1: Well, when we talk about launching, Uh, a cancer care ministry, we're first making the distinction that we're not talking about a support cancer support group per se. There are uh, quite frankly, quite a few cancer support groups that are doing great work out there uh, from a a group perspective where people get together and they kind of talk and engage with one another. The, our journey of hope cancer care leadership training program specifically is encouraging individuals to be individually Uh, prepared to create relationship and rapport with families, On an ongoing basis inside of their local church or in their community for that matter who could connect them to internal resources and opportunities of other ministries Uh, maybe the hospitality committee maybe uh, the the men of valor community uh, inside of a local church that can coordinate and connect individual to sources and resources in their local church on a one-on-one basis and not in a group setting and so the difference here is really empowering individuals to really meet the needs or help meet the needs of individuals and their families on a very individualized basis, not in a group setting.
0: I was so inspired to hear the story of that teenager, weren't you? I mean, <laughs> that's great. Well, you know, I, I've seen and heard quite a bit uh, in my time
1: uh, kind of starting this program and working with this program, but that was new. Wayne, what's interesting about this is that uh, we do know that there's a large and growing number of of youth and children who have cancer. Mm. We hear about a lot of great organizations that specifically serve and treat children who are fighting cancer. And may God continue to bless the work that they do for sure. But what's new or different for the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training Program is youth becoming interested in serving in cancer care ministry. Uh-huh. So we have a young 13 year old girl who joins. Uh, Her mother and she joins their cancer care leadership group back at their local church uh, from one of the reps who went to one of our trainings because she began to see and understood the fact that there were needs in her community of her age group of young children who had cancer, and she wanted to serve and minister to them, and she needed to be equipped to do so. So she joined a group, and we were just thrilled to hear that because that's a a whole nother milieu (laughs) of individuals that, you know, we need to be sensitive to and understand that they have needs as well.
0: Yeah. There's a parent who's doing something right behind her as well. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm sure that we piqued the interest of a lot of listeners today. So what do, what do we do with what we've learned here? What, what can we do with our journey of hope? Fundamentally,
1: number one, if you have heard anything, if you feel the Spirit of God nudging you and saying, yes... I'd like to be involved in that type of ministry or, yes, I'd like to be equipped to perform that type of ministry. First and foremost, what I've learned, Wayne, when you believe that you have a calling from God, you need to be equipped. You need to be trained. And so go to uh, the OurJourneyOfHope.com website, all one word, all lowercase letters, our journey journeyofhope.com in the top right hand corner there is a register button that you can click to that you can see where we are having upcoming trainings dates and locations that you can register for free Free, free, free. And once you do that, then you will start down the pathway of of engagement and preparation in order to execute this ministry specifically. Go to OurJourneyOfHope.com, sign up for one of our free trainings, attend one of those trainings, receive your free curriculum and materials, and then you return back to your local church where you begin to launch your ministry, where you now start recruitment and training of individuals who are interested. Interested in your local church who says, yes, I believe the Lord is leading me in this direction. I had a family member, a friend, where I used to be in the healthcare profession, and I feel that God is wanting to use my talents and then begin to train them with the curriculum that we provide and all of the online resources that you will have access to to begin execution of Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Ministry.
0: Pastor P., I'm excited about that website, ourjourneyofhope.com, given the response that we've seen and also the the international response to this, this network now?
1: Yeah, the network is growing every day. We have probably about 20,000 members that are part of the network, and we see an international response now. India, uh, Australia, South America, Prague, you know, out of, uh, out of Europe, uh, we're just amazed at how many people, uh, Africa, are reaching out saying, we need this so desperately. So please also understand that if you can't attend a training, you can still become part of the community of our journey of hope. Mm-hmm at OurJourneyOfHope.com and look for Leaders Network. You don't have to come to a training, but you can join online to receive monthly e-newsletters and relevant information topically that will speak to subjects related to cancer care that will empower you and your local churches. And we have some free downloadable resources for you as well.
0: All right. Sounds great. OurJourneyOfHope.com. Let's return to that scripture you read earlier today.
1: So uh, our spiritual nugget as we close for the day is Hebrews the sixth chapter and the 10th verse and how appropriate it is because doing the work of God sometimes can be tiresome. So remember this, God is not unjust. He will not forget your work and the love you have shown him as you have helped, hallelujah, his people and continue to help them. Be encouraged to continue to encourage others. God will not
0: forget your work. Amen. And don't forget to download the Road to Good Nutrition at healthhopeandinspiration.com. That's it for this edition. I'm Wayne Shepard with Pastor P. Percy McRae. Brother, good to be with you. Hey, keep chopping the wood. We've got work to do. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America.
3: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person.